My name is Matthew Becker. I'm a husband, a level one CrossFit trainer, a CrossFit affiliate owner, personal trainer, Olympic lifting coach, lawyer, blogger, employer, mentor. Oh, and I own a retired racing greyhound. I have a lot on my plate and I got to keep moving forward. In business, they say if you aren't growing, you are dying. So to keep moving forward, I have to improve by 1% every day. It's called the aggregation of marginal gains. It requires me to optimize my life as much as possible. On the Stronger Revolution podcast, I share strategies with you so that you can improve your life by 1% every day. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Stronger Revolution podcast. As the introduction said, my name is Matthew Becker. And before we get on with today's episode, I wanted to ask, for those of you who are still listening, you are probably enjoying the content. So please head over to iTunes and leave us a five-star rating and post a review there. Or if you're listening on Spotify, make sure that you click the follow button so that you guys get updates every time we release a new episode. All right, into episode number five. Today, we are going to talk about core values. Now, two episodes ago, we started with purpose. So we were looking at why it is that you do what it is that you do, or why it is that you want to do something in particular in life. And hopefully, you sat down, you took out your pen and pad, and you went through the exercise of actually trying to find your purpose. Once again, if we don't know why we are doing something, then our actions are really directed at nothing. And all this effort to try to prove, improve your life by 1% every day is really is for no good reason. We need purpose behind it. On today's episode, we're going to talk about core values. These are the qualities that are going to dictate how you do something in life. Um, the episode before this, episode number four, we talked about three pillars, right? Those were the three most important things in your life. And then I challenge you to take the three most important things in your life and look at the three things that you spend the most time on in your life to see if those two things match up. So if purpose is why we do something, core values define how we do something, and then our three pillars are what we actually do. Uh, For example, let's assume that the purpose of this podcast is to help you improve your life, right? One of the core values that I may define as to go along with that purpose is a core value of positivity. And so then what I would do is I would deliver a message all the time with a positive spin or a positive quality, okay? So why am I doing it to improve your life? How am I doing it with positivity? What am I going to do? I'm going to, to deliver Um, a good positive message, right? Now, some people might argue that purpose and core values are interchangeable, and I don't really agree with them. I would agree in the sense that to say that you could start with core values and then define your purpose, or you could define your core purpose and then define your core values, or that your purpose is sort of going to dictate your core values, or if you decide on your core values first, it's sort of going to dictate and shape your purpose. Okay, I mean, I'll agree with that stuff, right? 
if your purpose is to be of service to other people or live in service, but none of your core values deal with being a reliable person or having any, any integrity, well then yeah, okay. Then in that sense, those core values and your purpose need to be interchangeable or related or combined. Um, but my biggest issue is that you have to define your purpose and your core values separately. You need a clear picture of both, all right? And that's where I would say you can't just say, this is my purpose and then go out in life. Or these are my core values, but I didn't really take any time to figure out my purpose. You do need to have each one of those individually defined, right? So now that we know that we need core values to go along with the purpose in order to shape our three most important things that we're doing in our lives so that we can focus on those things. One thing that people often struggle with and one thing that I struggled with when I first started this process is to really sort of look at it and determine, well, how many core values do I need? Is it three? Is it five? And the best answer that I've ever been able to come up with is you need enough core values to cover just about any action or situation that you're going to run into. Again, there is no set number. But I need to be able to approach a decision in life and help myself make that decision by looking at my core values and saying, because of my purpose and these core values that define how I'm going to carry out my purpose, I therefore make this decision based on those core values, all right? In an episode to come, we're going to talk about um, how you approach decisions and the two-decision sort of continuum, if you will. And that's probably not exactly what I'm going to name the episode, but something like that. And it relies on these core values, all right? And the bottom line is you either do it or you don't do it. And if you do it, then it aligns with the core value. And if it doesn't align with the core value, then you don't do it. So you need enough core values in order to approach any situation that you're going to encounter in life. Sort of the second idea or the second answer that I give somebody as to how many core values you need is you should not have to think about your core values when it becomes time to use your core values. In other words, if you're approached by somebody on the street, you know, just randomly, I don't know why anybody would ever do this, but let's just say you're walking down the street and somebody walks up to you and they're like, hey, buddy, how many core values do you have and what are they? All right. And you sort of stop and you're like, uh, I think I got five. I don't really remember if responsibility was one of those core values. Maybe it was. Maybe it was integrity. Yeah, I, uh, I don't really remember. All right. Then obviously, you don't have a good defined list of core values, right? You should be able to spat these off. If somebody walks up to me on the street and they say, what are your core values? I should be able to quickly look back at them and say, kindness, being healthy, and family. Boom, I know exactly what my three core values are and we're ready to move on. But before we really concern ourselves with how many core values we need, we really need to sit down and get into the uh, art of this and figuring out what our core values are. Only once we have an, a list of what our actual core values are, then we can we then look at that list and say, okay, do I have enough core values in order to cover any decision that I need to make in life? So how do we do this? This is the meat of it all. First, don't think of your core values as a simple list of words, right? That you can 
walk over and you can tack on a wall. You can say, look, I got my core values. Here they are, one, two, three, four, five, and I'm ready to go. Right? Up to this point, we've talked about these as single individual words, but that really was just for the ease of talking about them. If we're actually going to put any substance behind this, they need to be actual executable sentences, if you will, that I can look at to tell myself how to act. Right? So for example, I used the example earlier of health. Perhaps health is one of my core values, but if I just stick the word health in my notebook or on a wall or somewhere that I can see it and I say, okay, one of my core values is health, that really doesn't get me anywhere. Okay, I need to turn this into an actionable phrase. Something like, always live a healthy lifestyle. That's an actionable phrase that I can look at and I can use to remember. Maybe one of my core values is integrity, right? But I'm not just going to put integrity up there. I'm going to say, I will always act with integrity and always do what I say I'm going to do, okay? That's a good core value, but that's a core value that's placed into an active sentence. So that's sort of number one, is to understand that regardless of how many core values we pick and regardless of what those core values are, you need to be able to put those into an active sentence. So number two. Now we look into what are these actual core values and how do we figure them out? Go out onto Google, look around. Once again, like in our purpose episode, there's a million different ways that you can do this. But one of the most common ways to do it is to sit down and there are websites out there where you can just get a list of words. And these are lists of like positive words that people would use as a core value. Something like caring or responsibility, positivity, integrity, Uh, reliability, you know, these really good words that people would look at and say, okay, yeah, these are these types of things that I want to be known as. These are the types of words that would fit with me as core values. And what these websites say is you sit down and you take these lists of words and you start to pick and choose the words out of there that either one, you think define you or two, that you want to define you. Because in this process, you might discover that, um, you find a word or you know of a core value or a phrase that you want to aspire to be like. You want your core value to be that you have integrity because you want people to be able to rely on you to do what it is that you say you're going to do. It may be that you're not really great at that right now, all right, and you have a tendency to show up five minutes late or you say to people, oh yeah, I'll be there at that volunteer event and I'll help you out and then you don't actually show up because you slept in. But now you actually want to follow through with what you're going to say in life. So you might make one of your core values something that you strive to become. But regardless, sit down, look through these lists of words, pick the words that you think most define you. Pick the words that you think that either describe you or that you want to describe you. And then take that list of words and start to group them into similarities. So maybe you've got integrity, responsibility, punctuality, and reliability, and you put all of those together, right? And you do this for the entire list. And now they'll say that the number of groupings that you have of all the, the, these individual words is your number of core values, right? Um, so if you end up with three groupings, you will ultimately end up with three core values. If you end up with five groupings or six groupings, then you're going to end up with five or six core values, And now that you have this grouping, you're going to take that group and you're going to look at all the different words that you've placed into that group and you're going to pick one word that best describes that group. And that, they would say, is your core value. 
I would add that you then need to take that word and you need to place it into an active sentence so that we actually have an active core value that helps you define how it is that you are going to act. So that tends to be the um, most popular way of doing this. The issue that I have with this popular way of figuring out your core values is that there's a chance that you end up with too many options, right? Too many of a good thing can be something bad. Or a better way of saying this is when I sit down and I look at all those various words that are on that website, I almost end up in paralysis by analysis, right? And this is something that you may have heard of. And paralysis by analysis is a simple concept that basically says you get stuck analyzing far too much and you end up not being able to do anything at all, all right? Uh, let's use a, like a retail example for paralysis by analysis, all right? Well, let's assume for a second that you want to buy a new pair of shoes. Now you have a general idea of what kind of new pair of shoes that you want, but you start to place all these various qualities on it, all right? You want um, brown shoes, they have to be uh, leather, um, laces, and rubber sold. Now, if you go out there on the internet and you start to look for brown leather shoes with laces and a rubber sole, you're going to get a million different options to buy, right? You're going to have way too many things and you're going to start to analyze the nitty gritty of each individual one of those shoes. Maybe it's price, maybe it's brand name, maybe it's quality, maybe it's the reviews, all right? And you end up never actually buying any brown leather laced up rubber soled shoes because you've spent way too much time analyzing the option. And I think that's the problem that you run into when you sit down and you pull up one of these websites that have all these lists and you just go through the list and you're like, oh yeah, I like that word and I like that word and I like that word. Oh, and that one seems to describe me. And yeah, that's the one that I would like to eventually you know, be known for as like a caring, loving person. So I'm going to put that down on my paper. And you look down on your paper and what you've ended up doing is taking 75% of the list that is put out on the internet and now that it's down on your paper. And so you just got to go through the process of trying to do this again and trying to narrow it down even more. And then you're like, well, I kind of want to take caring out of there, but I kind of don't want to take caring out of there. Maybe I am sort of a caring person, but maybe I'm not a caring person, but I really want to be a caring person. And you end up in this paralysis by analysis. And at the end of the day, you've accomplished nothing. So my suggestion is to sort of do this in a hybrid and this is going to kind of sound similar to the purpose episode and how I suggested that you go about discovering or helping to define or looking for your purpose. But what I would like you to do is, or what I suggest you do is sit down and pull up one of those websites. Just go on Google and Google how to find my core values. And I guarantee you, you're going to find five different websites that list out all these various words. So sit down, pick one and start reading through the words and just read through them. Don't write any of them down. Don't do anything. Just read through them. Familiarize yourself with the list. Maybe you read through it once. Maybe you read through it twice. Maybe you read through it a third time. And then put the list away and just sit quietly and think about the list and start to let your mind wander onto certain words. And as your mind starts to wander onto those certain words, start to write those down. And you can start to ask yourself certain questions like, how do I want people to view me? If I had somebody to describe me, 
What words would I want these people to use? What qualities are important to me? You know, maybe I don't necessarily think anybody is ever going to remember me as somebody who doesn't overreact in a situation, but maybe that's how I want to view myself. Maybe I want to think about making decisions by not overreacting. So stoic might be one of my core values. I'm going to approach life with a stoic uh, concern or stoic personality. And the best way that I usually ask for this question is, again, go back to that purpose episode. I said, think about your eulogy. And this gets a little bit morbid, and I get it, but it's very useful. Sit down and think, when I die, and my best friend or my family or my wife is standing up, or husband, sorry, is standing up in front of the group, and they say, when I think about Matthew Becker, I think about blank. What is it that I want that person to say? And so I've already got this list of words that are sort of circulating in my brain. And now I start to think about these qualities that I want people to remember me by. And now I'm going to start writing things down. All right, now I'm going to start writing down different words that come to mind. And this is automatically going to narrow down that list of way too many options down to a manageable list of options. And then I can take those, if I still have like 10, I can start to now put those into different groups. And once in different groups, I can pick one word that sort of fits for all of the words in that group. Now I take that one word and I turn it into an active phrase or an active sentence, and boom, I've got my core values. So once you have a defined purpose, your core values are going to tell you how you do something. And with a defined purpose, these core values become much easier to determine. My mistake when I went through this process originally was I figured out what my three core values were, and then I really had a hard time figuring out what my purpose was going to be or what I thought my purpose was or what I wanted people to remember me by. And in the process, I kept going back and forth with, well, maybe this is my purpose, but this doesn't fit with my core values. So I do, do I need to, to change my core values? But I really like those core values. So why can't I just figure out a purpose that fits these core values? Well, you can't don't just figure out a purpose, right? It's what you think you're placed here to do. And if that means I got to change my core values to align with my purpose, I mean, you got to change your core values. And keep in mind that just because you sit down today and you pick your three core values, just like our purpose, it doesn't mean that this is it for the rest of your life, all right? I once was a responsible person, so I will always be a responsible person. I don't know why you would ever change that core value, but maybe later in life there's a change in circumstances and responsibility just doesn't seem like it's really that important anymore. Or maybe you pick a different word. When we were figuring out the core values at Industrial Athletics, we had humility as one of our core values and acceptance as one of our core values. But the more we sat around and we thought about it and we thought about it and we thought about it, we thought, well, part of being humble is being accepting of all people. Part of being humble is thinking to yourself, well, I'm not better or worse than anybody else. I'm not passing judgment on anybody else for any decisions that they've made because I don't think I'm automatically better than this person. So by being humble, I'm automatically being accepting of other people. 
So we were able to take acceptance or being accepting an accepted uh, accepting person, sorry, off of the list because it was all encompassed under humility. So as you think through these, sometimes these change and they might change like a month from now. They might change 6 months from now, but that's okay. Just sit down and rewrite your list, refocus your efforts and move forward. But it's very important to go through this exercise because you need an initial list of qualities to help you dictate how you're going to do something. And by the end of this exercise, we will have this beautiful picture of why we're doing something, how we're going to do something, and what it is that we actually want to accomplish, what are the three most important things in our life in which we want to put our energy. And then the following episodes, we're going to talk about now how we actually frame our life to put those things first, put important things first. Okay, that's enough for today. I'm going to leave you guys with a final quote, and that'll be good. And then we'll move into other topics in future episodes. Here's my quote for today. It is from the one and only Elvis Presley. Quote, values are like fingerprints. Nobody's are the same, but you leave them all over everything you do. End quote. Guys, thank you for listening. I hope you love the show. We'll talk to you next time.